0: The Business of You is all about frank conversations and unique business wisdom for the entrepreneur. It's a chance to tune into the story behind the brand and retrace the path of those who walk this road before you so you can pave your own road to success. Welcome to The Business of You. One of the things I love about this podcast is meeting entrepreneurs who take bold action to make their business dreams a reality. And today you're going to hear from two two entrepreneurs, co-founders that have done just that. Meet Saima Rather and Patricia Gallardo. Both Saima and Patricia are longtime friends. They met about 15 years ago when their teen, now teenage daughters were in preschool together and hit it off right from the start. Patricia worked in the beauty industry and Patricia and Saima worked in the financial industry. And together, these two women launched a beauty brand last year, just a year ago. Of course, they worked on it for a couple of years before launching, but they gave birth to Epic Light Beauty in October of 2022. Fast forward to today, their makeup brand is growing by leaps and bounds, and they are launching some new products Um, as I record this introduction. So when you hear this this interview, you'll see their brand new website um, with their e-commerce store. And just two more things I want to mention about their products that makes them unique is that they are all natural, completely clean, free of all toxins and parabens. And They are specifically designed for people over the age of 40 because their makeup products actually have a lot of nutrients to keep us looking young and fresh and (laughs) wrinkle-free. So you'll hear all about that in today's episode on The Business of You with Saima and Patricia. Saima, Patricia, welcome to the show. How's everything going today?
1: Great. It's great. Thank you.
0: Good to have you on. You two have a very interesting story and a young company to talk about. So let's, before we talk um, about the company, can we sh- talk a little bit about your backgrounds and how you two connected to launch this really cool brand?
1: Me and Simon met, uh, I guess, 15 years ago. Uh, first day of preschool for our oldest children. I was eight months pregnant with my second. And we just bonded over, you know, having two or soon to having two small kids and just life in New York City. Um, Then we became instant friends. Um, Fast forward, I guess, till when Simon moved to Rye, New York. And then afterwards, I um, followed and moved to close by. And we've maintained that friendship ever since.
0: And what was your background, Patricia?
1: So my background, I started um, as in product development for um, Revlon. Oh, okay. And then I uh, went and did um, grad school for something completely different. I went to grad school for journalism, and I worked mm-hmm. at uh, CNBC for many years. And then I, once I had my son, I uh, took some time off.
0: Sama, how about you? What's your background in the
2: finance world, right? Yeah. So after business school, I went to work for JPMorgan Chase. Mm-hmm. Um, and there I did a year in London and then, but it was mainly in New York. And then after, um, I think about like six or seven years, mm-hmm. I moved over to institutional investor and I worked in their fixed income conferences group. And then I got married and had Sophia, and then I decided not to work for a while. Um, and then after I had Aiden, I dabbled in the workforce, you know, helping friends who had their own startups and learning what they were doing and just fascinated by the whole process and their failures and successes and all of that and how it was really hard. But it was fun. It was fun to be <clears throat> in that type of entrepreneurial environment. Mm-hmm. So, um, I just kind of knew in the back of my mind, it would be really fun to start a business, but I didn't really know what, and Patricia has always had this idea of starting her own makeup company or makeup brand. Mm -hmm. And so she just, you know, we were talking one day, like we always talk about many, many things and she's like, Hey, you want to do it? And I'm like, sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) And so that's how it kind of started, but she was kind of the brains behind the beauty brand and and starting, you know, and what products and all of that stuff. Yeah. You know, And I learned from her. I mean, obviously, I loved makeup. I mean, who doesn't love makeup? So um, that always helps. But understanding how the products get developed, and yeah. what you need to put in it, that was, you know, that's her. And I can just, you know, speak to like, you know, well, I don't know if we should spend money on this. And I don't know, what are the returns on this? And what's the, you know, what's the payoff for us? So that's where I feel like, you know, I come in and add value.
0: Oh, that's hugely important, it's right? A good if there's, partnership,
1: yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it sounds like it. It definitely sounds like it. Uh, Patricia, was was it your work at Revlon that made you or inspired you to start your own makeup line or was there something else?
1: It, it was, but also the, I love lip gloss. Okay. So I have a problem with lip gloss. I have way too many, about like 300 lip glosses. <laughs> and it's just the feeling that I get so I can have the worst day. And if I go and I either buy or or put on my lip gloss that I love or just I have a cute compact, it makes it makes me feel better. It's like mm-hmm. it has a emotional mm-hmm. impact on me. Mm-hmm. And so I always loved makeup. My mom, my grandmother, they were they've all been into makeup and it's something that was passed on. And that's why I think I got into the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also, it was just fascinating how you, the whole thing of how you develop products, working with the lab, giving them feedback as to, well, I want this ingredient in it. I want I, I want it to, the payback to be this way, you know, the shade, it's very, very interesting. It's something mm-hmm. that I felt love when I worked at Revlon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I
2: also just to chime in here I have the most sensitive skin you will ever have yeah. so for me for product testing yeah. I, I think I have the you know the best face to test anything on because <laughs> if it makes yeah. me break out or I get a rash I'm like nope sorry can't use it so
0: right right mm-hmm. so when when you two were you know talking about starting this brand were you looking for products that just didn't exist I mean it's such a competitive industry, right? Like the makeup, skincare world. And um, I think it's so bold that you two decide to create something and launch something. I think it's amazing.
1: Thank you. But so as I got older, I realized I still love makeup, but I didn't see myself represented. In in, the brands. In the brands. So that's one of the things that led me and me to ask Saima to sort of join in this uh, process and because I didn't see myself. And I I still saw myself as a, uh, you know, young, vibrant woman that likes to look good. I like to go out. I like to have fun. And I didn't see that in um, the brands that I was buying. Everybody was either in their 20s, early 30s, and I didn't see myself. And that's one of the main reasons why... I wanted to start the makeup brand. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, I always, as I told you, I love lip glosses and I I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do my first product. I want to do a lip gloss Mm -hmm. Um, because your lips show, it's like the first signs of aging show on your lips. Hmm. Um, And that's what we actually thought we were going to do. But because of certain ingredients that I wanted in the lip gloss, um, with the lab, it wasn't working, so we ended up developing the blush first. No. Okay. Yeah.
2: So, so we pivoted, right?
1: Yeah. yeah, and and I think what we realized also during
2: this process of you know figuring out what our net, you know the product was going to be. The multitasking aspect of it because we don't have a lot of time anymore yeah. like before kids it's like oh i could spend an hour on my makeup but now it's like okay what's something quick i can just carry around with me we're all about convenience these yes. days and so as we were developing the formula we're like oh wait we can do this we can put it on the cheeks and the eyes and the lips and that's how this first product was born and hmm. we knew that the texture had to be different as well so um what's unique about this blush that we created was it's creamy when you first touch it but mm-hmm. then when you apply it on your skin it turns into this really soft um velvety satin finish hmm. and it just makes your like face pop it, it's hard to kind of explain but yeah. you know and you just have this really nice glow to your face and without harming your skin, which is great. And and like Patricia said earlier, the ingredients are working to improve your skin. So you can feel, and my daughter uses it as well. I mean, it's it's very clean. Yeah. So it's not and that was really important.
0: Yeah, that's what I loved about um, just in preparing for this. All your products are paraben free, no chemicals in anything, um, cruelty free. They're
2: just very clean makeup, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, as you know, Patricia's, you know, Dominican. I'm from Pakistan. You know, it was nice to develop shades that work on all skin tones, mm-hmm. and that was some of the issues I've had in the past is just finding the right shade for my yeah. skin tone. So right. that was another yeah. part of our testing.
1: So each shade in the collection, the blush collection, works well with every skin tone. So we market research, where each shade we had to get each shade right so that they looked great on each on all skin tones um and also the name of the blush is called the never settle so it Uh doesn't settle into your fine lines um so it's like simon said it's a cream to powder formula so um usually when you use a powder blush it goes into your fine lines yes it's better to use either a cream or ideally is a cream to powder. Okay. So it blends easily and um, doesn't go in your fine lines.
0: And that same blush can be used for other parts of your face? Yes.
1: And your cheeks, eyes, and lips.
0: Okay. Huh. That's amazing. I can't wait to try it. Um, another thing I love about your products, you were sharing with me just before we started recording. But they also have a lot of nutrients in them. Can you you both just elaborate a little bit on your different products and what are some of the nutrients in them and what those nutrients actually do for your skin?
1: So the blush, we have the blush has hyaluronic acid, but it has multi-molecular hyaluronic acid. So it has larger particles, which sort of sit on the surface of your skin and plump the skin, and then the smaller particles penetrate deeper so it hydrates deep within. Then, um, as I said, it has avocado oil, which mm-hmm. is a um, moisturizer, moisturizing agent and also a mood enhancer. Um, then we have sea fennel extract, which is um, nature's retinol, and that helps with um, moisturizing and helps with um, the production of collagen on your skin. And then for our new product that we're launching, the mm-hmm. Lip flip, mm-hmm. it has uh, peppermint oil, which is also a moisturizer, but it also has two patented collagen peptides. One mm-hmm. is called Maxi Lip, and the other one is called Dermaxil. And they both work with your skin to uh, erase fine lines. And if you use the Lip product over time, these ingredients help Um, Smooth the fine lines on your lips. And they also help to plump the skin within um, the surface. You were educating me also before we (laughs) hopped on about the lip flip and what
0: that is today, right? Using Botox and um, your product will give maybe a similar look with being all
1: natural. So, and no pain, right? No pain, that's right. So you can have... um, the tagline is uh, no needles, no pain, just smooth, fuller lips. So um, instead of, you know, having the uh, dermatologist give inject, you shots, yeah. inject uh, Botox into your uh, upper lip, basically this will plump the lips naturally. And if you use it, so in the clinical trials, if you use it for three times a day for 29 days, it will improve the surface of your lips by 60%. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also use it as a mask so it has multi um, uses mm-hmm. but it will definitely plump your lips and smooth them out naturally. Hmm.
2: Without and, any what's, yeah. and what's great about this product is that when you first put it on Some lip lip plumping um, formulas will make your lips really tingly and Mm -hmm. kind of like a weird feeling and weird sensation. This one doesn't. You put it on, it's a little minty, but it goes on very smoothly. And over time, you see this effect, which is great because Mm -hmm. again, it's natural. It Mm -hmm. doesn't have any chemicals in it.
1: And once you put it on, it will instantly, like you have instant hydration. Yes, exactly
0: um how did you two go about finding a scientist and a manufacturer to come up with your your special recipes and and products
1: so with the first product we did a lot of research and mm-hmm. came up with um those three ingredients that we wanted mm-hmm. um and then from there we had to we attended a lot of trade shows we i still had some contacts in the industry so we called uh I chatted with those. He gave us some um, contacts, and it was just me and Simon just hitting, you know, I guess the pavement and going uh, to trade shows, making phone calls, interviewing labs that we thought would be appropriate uh, okay. to do the formula. Yeah. And how about the manufacturers? Are, okay. are yeah. So we work with the manufacturer. It's the lab. They've Oh, it's the, the same. Okay.
2: Yeah, we work with a product developer, and so um, there's two labs that we use. One is for the blush; it's in Italy, okay. And for the lip, it's made in the U.S.
0: Okay, huh? So you had to source places from around out, outside of the U.S. too, and find yes. Okay, interesting. Well, so
1: the best pigments come from Italy. So yeah, other I've read that. you know you get it from Italy, and then but also packaging packaging is very. Um, Tough because most of the packaging is made in China. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and as much as you try and try to find packaging in the US, it's very difficult.
0: Hmm. Did you have to go with a, a Chinese packaging company? Yes, we did. Okay. And how did you come up with the name? Epic Light Beauty.
1: So we wanted to my thing is when i don't i love makeup but i don't wear a lot of heavy makeup but i want to look like i have like this light shining on my Mm -hmm. face you know so i know that's the word i wanted to say i want to have like i like to have like a glow when i wear makeup and um and me and simon were like you know we just need to make like an epic change for the beauty industry
0: What's the first thing you do when somebody refers a business or service provider to you? I know what I do. I go to Google, I Google them, and I check out their website. And what I see online tells me a lot about how this person is going to conduct their businesses, whether it's service-oriented or product-oriented. I look at the details of the site. I read all about them. I check out their homepage. And maybe that's because I've been running an agency that builds websites for many years, But I also think how somebody presents themselves online says a lot about how they'll do business with you. So highly recommend having a great website to conduct your business from. Check us out www.thebrandid.com. If you need a website from one page to 100 pages, we can totally help you fulfill your need for an incredible website and presence online. Check out www.thebrandid.com com the brandid.com when did you guys launch
2: last October
0: oh it's just been a almost a year Almost wow. a year yeah. okay and uh, t- like t- tell me a little bit about your growth and how you've how you've started selling you have an e-commerce site um so you sell direct to consumers people can go to your website I know you're on Amazon but What were those initial days like when you first launched? Like, did you tell all your friends and family about it? Were they hitting your website? And
2: Yeah, it was really exciting. I think when we launched, we did a Mm pre-launch, so about two weeks before the actual launch. Mm -hmm. And we had a ton of support from family and friends and people who have been sort of following us because we did start the Instagram page a little Mm -hmm. bit earlier, a few months earlier. So people knew something was coming and we were posting and, you know, and and at first we said, oh, we're just going to do social media on our own. We can do it. No problem. So we'd sit there for hours trying to come up with the first post. And it took us like all day. I'm like, oh my God, this is exhausting. (laughs) Like we can't figure this out, but we did it, you know, it was good. Patricia and her creativity. (laughs) So, um, and then we, um, then after, I think about a month or so, well, we still were on um, direct to consumer. Mm -hmm. And then we started to develop the Amazon site Mm -hmm. and we did a pop-up locally. So we got a lot of support there. Mm -hmm. We did um, a trade show, a makeup trade Mm -hmm. show in December. So we got a lot of great feedback there and in the interim trying to manage all of this we're like okay we're going to have to hire a social media team so we've mm-hmm. hired a social media team who manages our social media and they you know and we work you know through them we work with influencers and content creators so that part is outsourced so they're part of our team actually i should right. say um and so we started gaining more traction and then through someone patricia knew we ended up just reaching out to a people magazine editor Mm -hmm. and she loved our product and, and, you know,
1: gave us a shout out in people Mm -hmm.
2: magazine. And then um, we also had another contact who was doing the Oscar goodie bag. So we got into the Oscar goodie bag and that gave us a lot of press. And then we knew somebody who was part of, um, the ABC, uh, -hmm. news channel in New York city. So they did a story on us and that actually gave us a lot of great press. Um, we ourselves reached out to, um, a beauty editor at, um, beauty independent Mm -hmm. and it's a financial basically magazine or, um, online magazine for the indie brands. And so she wrote us an article about us and she loved our story. So it's the PR stuff. It's been Patricia and I just kind of reaching out and, and talking to editors and building relationships. So on that end, it's worked out so far, so good. So that's how we're sort of growing. And then we partnered up with Erica Taylor and she was, you know, she loved that we were a small um, women owned brand. Mm-hmm. And so she's, you know, gave us a little break on her rates. And so she nice. ended up promoting us on Amazon and Instagram and TikTok. So we had a lot of sales from her. So it's been sort of this organic growth because we always knew we wanted to, of course we want to grow and become really sure. big, but it's more important to kind of have the ear on the, on the ground, kind of like listening to our friends and women of our age group and mm-hmm. understanding what they want and what they want to see. And so we want to build more relationships. Mm-hmm. And That's I
1: think, you know, how we plan to grow. And then I want to make a point about how our team, so it's me and Saima and then we have the social media team, but we also have a um, fulfillment center mm-hmm. and everyone in that, uh, in our team, it's all women, all moms. Mm-hmm. And I have to say the power of mothers because yes. and mom friends. So we have me and Saima, all the press we've gotten. It's been through talking to a friend, a, mother, a mom friend, talking to so-and-so's another mom friend. And it's been sort of like this amazing network of moms helping each other mm-hmm. that have helped us, you know, get in touch with, uh, I don't know, Allure, people, all these mm-hmm. magazines, you know. So it's been sort of um just wonderful to see the palm the, the power of the mom network you
0: know yeah yeah, yeah. And even
1: connecting with you through yeah. a exactly a friend of mine so yeah, yeah
0: yeah yeah it's uh that mom network is amazing we're we're all in this together right um yeah. together separately um is the company grown to where you expected to this point or has it exceeded your expectations
1: um I think because it's only been like in terms not of not even uh, a year. Yeah. Not a year. And just me and Simon. basically. Yeah.
2: Sometimes that is yeah. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, oh, you know, like I I think because you're in it and doing things every day like constantly, I don't think we've honestly had a chance to step back and see how far we've come. Right. Right. Just being us. And we're like, we're always trying to push ourselves to do more and to do better. Mm -hmm. Whereas we haven't really stepped back and say, oh, look at what we've done. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, how can we do this? And how can we do that? And our minds are like racing all the time. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe we do need to like step back and say, hey, look at what we've done so far. But yeah. We always want to do better. You can always add more, you know. Yeah. We can always add more makeup to our brand. Exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we're always thinking about formulas. Always exactly. And so we had, um, we were talking to this PR company last week, and they were asking us, "Oh, so who do you currently have for your PR?" And we we're like, uh, "Me and Simon." <laughs> You're like and yeah. they're like, "What? How did you guys get all this?" And it's like, "Well, you know." we try.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're completely self-funded too, right?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: What um, products are on your, on your list to develop next Yeah, types of products? You don't have to go into detail. I don't, I don't want you to give any secrets away. I
1: don't know. So we um, like, ideally the, the, we would love the brand not to have like 20 SKUs or 20 different products because realistically, you probably use five products mm-hmm. at the most to yeah. put a full face of makeup. So that would be like the goal to have like a limited amount of products, but that are crucial to your yeah. makeup. Team. Yes. And um, my the next one, like I still want to do my lip glosses. You guys know how <laughs> of I think course. About my lip glosses, um, but then me and Saima, we do love like a beauty bomb. So, um, like a tinted moisturizer. Yeah. Because honestly, um, I at this age you should not be caking your face with foundation. Yes. Yeah. You should just use a nice tinted moisturizer with SPF and call yeah. it, a day. and yeah. lots of skincare ingredients. So that is yeah. what the next one in the horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. To your point about the you know you probably use five products a day. I, one, two, three, four, I think I use four actually, but my, you know, we all have teenage daughters. We were talking before the show and my youngest one the other day said, mom, I need a a setting spray. I'm like, uh, yeah. no, yeah. <laughs> no you don't. And then they have these eyelash things. They put on their extensions. eyelashes, mm-hmm. not extensions, but oh, it's good. like a, good. it's like a mascara that It's like vitamins for your eyelashes, right? Like you girls, because I have a a 15 and 18 year old. You don't realize all these products didn't even exist when I was your age. You just need a couple things, so I think it's really smart of you both to just kind of make the the most common five or six things and Mm -hmm. just sell the heck out of them, right? Like make them so amazing.
2: Yes, exactly. Because it's quality over quantity. Yeah. Like, you know, especially totally. as we get older. As we get older, we realize that. I mean, young, you know, young women, young girls, they'll just try everything. They don't really right. think about it. Also oh, yeah, you know.
1: social media, TikTok. Yes. Like, you need this. This is the best thing since you know, white bread. And then everybody goes out and buys it.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. What are some of the challenges you two have faced in just starting this from scratch and and, you know, creating a product-based company too, right? Like that's not so simple. Like how was packaging? I I, I hear and what you shared that it was hard to source a company in the U.S. Um, so you kind of had to settle on outsourcing that to China. But I would love to just hear some of the challenges more so our audience could learn from it and realize, you know, like they're not alone too. Because I, I think creating products is really challenging.
2: Yeah. So like we we say we launched last october yeah but it took us a good 2 years yeah. to develop our first product and so it was a lot of trial and error a mm-hmm. lot i mean i wish we should probably just have some pictures sometime on instagram like like all the products that we've tested and like a on a on a table just mm-hmm. so everyone could see like how many samples you have to go through and how many things you have to mm-hmm. have to work through i don't know patricia what do
1: you Think about. So in terms of like so because the lab is in uh or manufacturer is in Italy, mm-hmm. so we would we would tell them this is the product that we want to have created. They will send us a sample. So it takes, you know, a while for them to create it, then they have to ship it to us. Then we say, Oh, I don't like it. It's I don't know, too gray, too, too shiny, to this. Send it too, <laughs> too greasy, too greasy to this. So it's that back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then Finding packaging that is, um, I guess, like sustainable so that it works with the product. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, also, I think just, I mean, time. Time mm-hmm. is uh, uh, an issue w- with this business because everything, once we agree, okay, we're going to manufacture it, this is the product we like, it takes weeks for them to manufacture it.
2: And also for China, because the components are coming from there, the packaging where the blush sits in compact, you know, there's Chinese New Year. So it's being respectful Uh, of their culture and what they're celebrating. And that's in February. So it's working around, you know, when are they going to have it done? And then there's shipping costs, do you... Um, airship it versus a freight ship, which Mm -hmm. it comes on a boat because the timing can be an issue. So if we want to launch at a certain time, we're like, Oh no, we need to, you know, have a percentage air shipped and a percentage, Mm -hmm. and then there's a cost involved. So, you know, again, the finance person coming in, it's like, Oh, like what's what's it going to cost us? And how do we do this? And, you know, people don't understand, like, you know, they think that sometimes products are priced out of thin air Mm -hmm. and it's really not. It's, it's a calculated price that comes, you know, that Mm -hmm. you have to work on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have all these other costs embedded in how you get a product to market. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what the hard thing is to do. And you want it to be accessible to everyone. You don't want to have it so high, high end, because that's not what our brand is. We're like, I'd say mid-tier luxury. just yeah. like, how I like to say it mm-hmm. and it's affordable. And we have a demographic of women who have the most spendable, you know, money nowadays. Right. I mean, you know, they have a lot of expendable income. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so that's it. I don't
1: know. So every time, so if we, so packaging, you can't order just like 2000 pieces of, mm-hmm. let's say of a compact, you have to order 10,000 and then so the packaging determines um pretty much the quantity of the shades okay. so um and, and then some labs let you like in the beginning the, the lab that did our blush they were amazing they let us because they knew we were a small smaller brand they let us order a smaller quantity um of shades but usually it is 10,000 units of each shade wow so that's a lot yeah of blush yeah and um it, it, it's a lot it, it's a lot so that's one of the reasons why we stuck to the whole um we only have four shades of the blush because number one it's it was too expensive to right. create you know 20 shades of blush but in reality people use the same four colors exactly don't need you know, and, also, like we I said earlier, each shade in our line works well with every skin tone. And we we took that very... Um, it was something very close to our heart because of our mm-hmm. um, ethnic backgrounds where we wanted each shade to work with every skin tone. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I think the last component is our self-doubt. Mm-hmm. is In the beginning, it's like, oh, who's going to look at this? Who's going to... You know, it's like we're this little... Website. who's going to go on that who's going to go on Instagram and we had to um, I guess overcome that because Mm -hmm. they did look at us you know and like I think when Beauty Independent which it's sort of like the trade magazine for the beauty industry Mm -hmm. when they reached out to us and did an article on us I mean I remember I was like on vacation and Sima called me I thought something had happened (laughs) she was like oh my god so it was something amazing to finally have, like, be recognized. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think once we got over that, we're like, okay, you know what? It's, we're not in a rush. We can yeah. it, we take our time to do everything slowly and have it go organically. But, you know, we're doing it and we got this.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it was a huge
2: learning curve for both of us, but now it's, you know, I didn't even know, like, what's KPI? And I'm like, right. KPI? And it's, you know, key performance indicator in case anybody wants to know. But like, those are things that, and on the analytical side, like trying to keep track of like all these different things that what matters because we'll do maybe an Instagram ad and I'll look at the analytics. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know if that like kind of made us any money, right? So right. the return, it takes a while to get, you have to spend a lot to get those kind of returns. And that was mm-hmm. a hard thing for me to swallow. Cause I'm like, oh, I don't know about this one because it is subjective. So
0: right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in your industry, again, with so much competition and marketing is um, so experimental really until you literally like land on the right formula to reach your exact right demographic.
2: Exactly, yeah, you're always pivoting always yes. so you know i think another area that we are looking to conquer is tiktok but mm. that's a tricky one because our demographic may not be on tiktok yeah. but again, i'm on tiktok and i think it's funny i love it so <laughs> i don't know who's to say right yeah um, but yeah so facebook and instagram are probably the two platforms where our demographic is on the most yes i would think so um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so
0: how are you planning to continue to grow the brand in the future besides the influencer campaign that you're doing and some of the organic um, PR?
2: Um, I think, listen, as we grow, we will, we probably will have to outsource a little of the PR Mm -hmm. because we're only two people. And I think we can only wear so many hats. And I think in order to have like, you know, a, a kind of growth that we would like is, you know, getting a PR person to help us with that. Um, and I think establishing more um, relationships with the retailers across mm-hmm. the country, I think focusing on parts of the country that really, um, you know, that we would find more success. For example, yeah. like New York City, it's saturated. Everybody, there's right. so- But when you get to like the Midwest and the South and, you know, cities like Atlanta, Nashville, Charlotte, Mm -hmm. you know, they love makeup. Women love makeup. Mm -hmm. Texas, you know, is another one. So Mm -hmm. reaching out to retailers in those cities, right? So there's just a plan. Like we have a plan, a marketing plan. We have to put all of these together. So
1: yeah, there's a lot of components in order to grow. And our marketing plan is also centered on human connection so we have it so that we will be doing pop-ups in different cities where we will be attending and we have like a group get together a group of women talk about our products maybe have a speaker Mm -hmm. um, talk about women's issues and Mm -hmm. so I think that is going to be crucial for us because Mm -hmm. we uh, I think that personal interaction whenever we've done either pop-ups or trade shows it really, we do really well.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So building a community really around that. the brand. Yeah.
2: And that's really important for us. And, you know, it's not like we want to rush it. You know, it's not like zero to hundred. Like, you know, we have a few products. We, you know, our tagline is we see you because we are you. So oh, I like that you know, that is really important for us. Mm-hmm. And we want to learn too. Like I always have friends, when are you going to do a concealer? I can't find a good concealer. Yeah. When are you going to do this? And I'm like, oh my God, do you think it's like magic? Where <laughs> We just say, sure, we'll just pop it out. So, you know, it's it's great to have that support with our friends, but then it comes like, well, what we really need this and we really need that. So I, I love it. I love that they think we can solve their problems.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get those five products down, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and you will be. The um, packaging that's made, does that go to the lab? And then the lab puts everything together
2: mm-hmm. and
0: then it goes from the lab to the fulfillment house? Yes. And that's where orders are. And have you all traveled to Italy to to work with the people in the lab or was it all virtual?
1: Uh Both. So um, they all have, like all these companies have reps here in the U.S. Okay. Sometimes, so a couple times a year or more, they come, um, like the contact in Italy, they'll come to uh, New York and we'll get together with them. Um, But mainly for the blush, it was because it was during COVID. Yeah. It was was uh, during COVID. Via Zoom and through the mail. Okay. And then uh, for the lip product it's um they're not local so it's also via zoom and through the mail okay and
0: then uh, in in your industry does one patent those in recipes for your the, the products for the makeup products or how do you protect your ip
1: so we are um we own the formula uh-huh it depends on which what uh contract you have with the manufacturer
0: okay okay but they're another company can't go to the same lab and say, I want to create this formula also, right?
1: No, no. I mean, if it's like, it depends because I know some brands that they do that. It, but uh-huh. if you have it in your contract. It's your formula. So no one else can use it. Okay. And is that what you all have done? Yeah, Yes. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So interesting. Yeah, I love learning about different um, different industries like that. What What for you all has been most surprising?
2: That people really love it they love our products. Like mm-hmm. we know it's a good product, but to hear the feedback, yeah. it's, I lo- and then I have to say there was one event. I went to a chair, a local charity event mm-hmm. and I walked, it was like a two or three tables of my friends that I knew. And it was really surreal. And I think I told Patricia this, they all pulled out their Epic light blush. Oh oh my God, like it's, it's, it's kind of crazy, right? And, 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 you know, I'll be like walking in the street or I'll see someone in the grocery store and they're like, we're wearing your epic light. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Every time I see someone that I know that I haven't seen, they're like, oh, I'm wearing your blush right now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's nice. That's great.
0: Well, ladies, it's been great to hear your story and your journey. Where is the best place for people to learn about you and learn about your brand and buy it?
1: So we, on our website, epiclightbeauty.com on Instagram at epiclightbeauty and on Amazon. Excellent.
0: Well, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the business of you. If you found a little dose of inspiration or learned something new, please leave a review and share it with a friend or even two interested in building your brand and business tune in next time to the business of you podcast and remember there's only one you you're the biggest differentiator your business has until next time friends